Okay. Oh, okay. Shit. Let's just get into it, dude. Let's just get into it, because that, that could be me and Joey's. Oh, Let's just man, go. Let's I'm, go. I'm mad. Let's go. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, shit. No, I'm not mad. Fucking kidding. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Think Movie. I am your host, Francisco Lopez, and I am joined with... Who's starting? Oh, you can start it. All right. Uh, Brian Prado. Joey Gonzalez. And today, we have two very special guests. Um, they are from Something Media, uh, my good friends, yes, sir. my partners in crime. We have Anthony Rivera and we have Sergio Lovenberry. What's up, guys? Hello. Round of applause. We've had excited. Anthony on the on the show before, but Sergio, this is your first time. Yes, I'm excited. Let's How do you it. feel? You feel excited? Uh, I'm scared. Scared. Because uh, some of the topics are a little... Let's just get into it. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. So today, we're going to do... Uh, an unpopular opinion slash hot take episode where each of us have an unpopular opinion or a hot take um, that we have. And we're going to, you know, say our takes and then we're going to be thrown into the pit with everyone else to debate. So starting off today, um, uh, I guess I can give my take. Uh, um, I think The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. Um, and, uh, I'll get into it later, but I kind of want to hear y'all's opinion mm. on my take that The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. All right, do you want to hear? I already agree with Francisco that it's the best one, so I will oh wait till God. he goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is great, though. This is great. I'm happy because Joey's on my side. I'm not going to be alone on this one. And then I also want to hear which one y'all think is the superior one to it mm -hmm. if it's not the best one. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so help me God any of the prequels. Oh, oh. Joey, we're in for a show. You're in for a okay. show. Okay. 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 Let's hear. Who wants to go first? Who wants to say my take is bad? I think Serge should go first. I think he's more passionate about this conversation. Okay. <sighs> All right. Here's the thing. Oh, full, full spoilers full spoilers for everything that we talked about yeah okay so, all right last all right. jedi full spoilers every star Here, wars full spoilers. here's the thing um i i don't have a problem with the opinion that it's the best star wars film because that is what it is i can't i can't say that that opinion is wrong mm -hmm. but well you can't I mean, I can, but I, I just, I've gotten to the point where it, it's, no, it's no use for me. Like, it's, 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 it's not going to do anything, okay? Mm -hmm. But what I can say is that, to me, it's not a Star Wars film. Okay. Um, I just, there's, there's too much to unpack as far as my problem as to where it fits in the in the grand scheme of things mm -hmm. um and that's why i kind of i i kind of want us to just talk about it more rather than me give my full opinion right now cool. because i want to hear more about the 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 different takes that y'all have as far as like why you think certain things are important because i'll tell you right now like th this is r right off the bat for me right now at the moment so when the film first came out and i watched it the first time Rose is the worst 
most annoying character in the whole series. Right? As Jar Jar doesn't about, exist. No, no. As I thought about it more, he's, she's not the most annoying, but she's the most useless. Jar Jar Binks is definitely the most annoying. But in the series, uh, he's more useful. Okay? To me, Rose as a character, it just feels... It's just... It's a good concept, and I like the whole idea of her trying to be a hero in a different way that we don't see normally, and it's fine. But in a series that it, it just doesn't fit in the story, if that makes sense. And it, her and Finn is so forced, and there's so many cringy scenes from it that it might as well be episode two. Wow. Whoa. Let's go. Wow. Yep. Okay. okay. All right. That close-up lightsaber fight at the end of episode two just looks good now. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm just going to go with that for now and then for now. chime in here and there because yeah, I need yeah. to hear more, but that that's all uh, I'm going to say right now. Do, do Brian and Anthony. I mean, I'll just say my opinion. Yeah, just yeah. Like, just as a base. Listen, we've discussed this so many times, not on the show, like a lot off the show, like last night. Yeah. But Francisco has explained to me the purpose of Rose. And, like, basically, I think if you just take Rose's purpose in the movie, it kind of symbolizes the whole movie in general, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think all of it sounds great on paper. It's <laughs> like, okay, yeah, you can look at this and be like, wow, this is going to be a great movie. Yeah. The way it's executed not it's not so much dude it for me just to not even get that from the movie like maybe having to rewatch it which i have but not i watched it twice um and i still didn't even get that from the second viewing mm -hmm. it tells you something that maybe they didn't execute it the best way that they thought they planned to uh-huh and I think I, just because I have my defense for all this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if something Same. sounds good on paper, it doesn't. And also, its uniqueness, just because it is unique from mm -hmm. Star Wars, doesn't make it a great. It doesn't make it a great movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, wait, hold on, Anthony. Do you want to say anything? Um, I mean, they pretty much kind of covered the basics. <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, all I right. think I think that when you have a character like rose you know you have her arc is kind of being like a different kind of hero to the resistance um you know she goes a, she starts as you know not being a central key figure with any sort of major influence and then through her friendship with finn she is able to kind of show that you don't have to be from a prestige or like from a certain lineage to be a hero i guess mm -hmm. is kind yeah. of her story which is a good one to have i just i i didn't like the writing for her scenes i thought a lot of it just made me cringe and i was like i don't know that they needed that dialogue needed to be changed up you know because that the relationship the relationship just it i wasn't feeling it i wasn't feeling like it, it felt authentic mm -hmm. it, it just it felt like they were shoving it down our throats like here's the 
here's this relationship here. That you know, isn't is isn't okay. Finn, Finn is from nothing and he became a hero. Why do I need to see it again? Um, well, okay, look, okay. I'm gonna let you Joey, respond to a lot of this because they've heard my arguments. So I'm gonna let Joey take the floor on this one and then I'll chime in. So, Joey, do you want to respond to, to Sergio or now, any of it? If we're, if we're saying one character can ruin a movie, that's what we're saying, right? No, 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 that's one of the things. That's one yeah. of the things. Okay, well, if we can maybe just touch on Rose. I can touch if, on Rose. If one character can dampen down a movie that much, then the Dark Knight should not be considered a classic because Aaron Eckhart's there damning that whole thing down the entire way. But <laughs> the issue, the thing is that I love Last Jedi, but I'm not going to act mm-hmm. like it's a perfect movie because it's not. Yeah. But, but a lot of that is not the fault of Ryan Johnson, the director. A lot mm-hmm. of it's Disney's fault because I agree. with the history of Star Wars, George Lucas, as bad as the prequels are, he at least had an idea. Yeah. He wanted to tell a story and he did. When Disney got the rights to it, they were like, hey, we want you to make a Star Wars movie. We don't have a plot, though, so good luck. We don't have a complete arc for these characters to go on. We don't have characters. We just want you to make it. Mm-hmm. Now, Disney being the homophobic empire that it is. And racist. <laughs> they weren't going to have Poe and Finn go on a game journey together, which is what I wanted. That would have been dope. You give the same, could you, you give that same line about fighting for love at the end, and it's Poe po? saying it. <laughs> it's Poe saying it. I'm sold. It's horrible. Honestly, honestly, I am not opposed to that, bro. Would have been I just as not... bad. It's cringe. Mm, but that line, you give that no, line to anybody. That line's horrible. Chewbacca, because they think he's just gonna growl. But the yeah. issue with the Last Jedi, the main issue that I personally have with the Last Jedi is that J.J. Abrams made The Force Awakens, also a great movie. A lot of people complain that it was too much of the same. I'm one of those. Yeah, I like it, but and I'm then, one of those. Yeah. And then Ryan Johnson came in and said, "Well." And I'm pretty sure Disney was like, hey, people were bitching, make this one different. And Ryan Johnson's a great director. I mean, Knives yeah. Out, all that yeah. good stuff. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. He can direct the shit out of a movie. I feel like, again, Rose is kind of a corny character they have in there. And I think she serves a purpose to an extent. And it's mainly just so Poe can have a friend to go on with. Again, because they were like, oh, we can't have this homoerotic tension between him and Poe. Because the gays... So, Honestly, man, if you look at the Red <laughs> Skywalker, like that's that's their mentality, to be honest. It, that's why they add that one female character in Red <laughs> yeah. Skywalker that does nothing. Yeah, yeah. But she's on the cover. She's all on the cover, all big as shit. I thought she was gonna be a part of it. She wasn't. She was in there for like ten minutes. But mm-hmm. I think the Rise of sorry, Last Jedi does a good job showing, like, from beginning to end. I think it's a pretty cohesive movie, besides the casino yeah. scene. Oh, Which, so you don't like the casino scene? But the casino scene is such a large part of the movie. I, I like the casino I, scene. I, I like think it. the casino scene for the chase part of it is good. I think when they're trying to do the exposition dump there about why they're there instead of just showing you, I think it's where that kind of like falters. But one scene can't make it a bad movie because then yeah, the I can agree with Jedi that. It becomes a terrible movie. If we're saying multiple bad scenes can make it terrible. Yeah, I can. I can but, agree with that logic with the. Dialogue. I I think Ray's growth as a character is good. I feel mm-hmm. like 
Ryan Johnson was put in a corner to where he had no choice but to restart Finn's story because Disney refused to have certain things play out. They saw how much people loved Ray and Kylo together. Mm -hmm. So they're like, fuck the interracial relationship. I feel bad for Finn, man. Yeah, so they were like, fuck the interracial relationship that we're going to try to push here. We're going to give Kylo Ray, and we're just going to make up a character for Finn. But to make them have a thing, they have to give Finn a reason to like need her around. So they pretty much make him repeat his same journey from The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens is a startup movie, and then The Last Jedi is another startup movie. And mm. then The Rise of Skywalker is the end of The Force Awakens. Yeah. So, but, <clears throat> but Last Jedi as its own, greatly directed. The music's great. It has the best mm. fight scenes. Even yeah. at the end when School, Skywalker, The cinematography, yeah. Yeah. It's the funniest of the three. Because mm-hmm. even though Kylo Ren isn't like, even though it's probably not supposed to be funny because it's a lot of tension based stuff, Kylo's little like snappy quips and stuff are just funny. When he choke forces the guy just for talking when they're trying to shoot at, at yeah. Luke Skywalker and stuff like that. I think the fight scene with Luke Skywalker is great, even though he doesn't have yeah. to do a damn thing. It's just shot really well. Yeah. The red on the snow when Kylo's walking. Oh, it's, it's great. To, I know it's supposed to be because like he's real and Luke isn't. Yeah. But it shows how he kind of just feeds evil off. Yeah. Like he he just exudes evil because of all the rage he has. So he is kind of like bleeding red. Yeah. That's how I took that imagery. I think Ray being a nobody is fine. People hated that. Or a lot. Of I, lo- I love it. Like, they were like, "Why is she so good with the Force? So you gotta be a no." Yeah, Luke Skywalker survived just fine being half-assed with the Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people get mad. I'm not saying y'all, but a lot of people get mad just because it's a female character being good with it. Yeah, like they color Mary Sue. It doesn't have to be the case. I think mm-hmm. as a whole, how it sets up Kylo Ren to be the big bad by yeah. killing Snoke, and everyone was upset about the killing of Snoke. I like that. Yeah, I like same. that Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is the main rage, villain. Yeah, I like that his own rage, like surpassed the the evil hold that Snoke had on him. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good character development. And Kylo Ren's the only character in the trilogy that is done justice the entire way through. Yes, because at least when they fuck it up in the Rise of Skywalker, they at least like to make him turn good. They use Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. and and the. And Leia to turn him. It, it wasn't that Ray convinced him; it was that his parents did. Yeah, which is good. That's the way it should go. Mm-hmm. But as a whole storytelling, the way they deal with like just real world topics in that movie—drug smuggling, drug trading, all that yeah. shit—I don't think Benicio del Toro needs to really be there. Okay. At least in that sense of like, we need the guy that can unlock shit. We got the guy who can unlock shit. Oh, he's bad. <laughs> we can just unlock it ourselves, though, now. Yeah. But I don't believe that's also because Ryan Johnson was put in a corner on what he could use and what Disney wanted him. And I feel like for having so many things against him, he made a phenomenal movie. And I think just mm-hmm. compared to the others, especially the prequels, 
Yeah. Because the prequels just don't hold up in a storytelling standpoint. They try to cram too much too soon. And then go nowhere with it. Yeah. Um, and just the acting in general is by far the best in the whole series. Mm-hmm. If, I we learn, if I learned too. anything from Rogue One, you don't need to have good writing as long as the characters are compelling. And with the exception of Rose, who I think is great in certain scenes, mm-hmm. everyone in that movie is acting their ass off. Yeah. In Rogue One, the writing is horrendous in that, but they're all acting to the fullest of their ability. Yeah. And that's what makes Rogue One a good movie. Mm-hmm. Solo's the opposite. No one in there is trying, and then there's yeah. also bad writing. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what I was having a conversation with with these guys earlier about Solo. But um, do any of you guys want to come back what Joey just said? Or do you guys want to point out certain subplots or certain things in The Last Shadow that you guys hate that you think isn't done well? I think it's just... It's difficult for me to... I've just talked about this movie too much. Yeah. Um, so for me... I get everything you're saying, both of you. But I just, I don't even think, I don't even think you have to force a relationship on Finn. There doesn't need to be a relationship on him. I actually have a counter to that, so I'll, I'll let you. Even finish. even if it was just Poe and Finn, and it was just them on that, tr- like I I just think. That Rose's character literally serves no purpose. And okay. I can agree. I can agree with that because again, I feel like, and I'm not saying Poe and Finn need a bang or anything, or even be like a relationship. <laughs> I just feel like Disney was so afraid that people started like pairing them as a couple immediately mm-hmm. that they were afraid to have them have any journey to. They're bromancing in the first one nonstop. Yeah. He doesn't run and hug Ray after they save the day in the Force Awakens. He goes, he hugs Poe. Yeah, I think he picks him up. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's fine. That's a bro thing. If it's, yeah, he got scared, and to be like, we're not homophobic. They put those two girls on the rise of Skywalker to kiss real quick, and they're like, look, yeah, gay rights. Yeah, keep it moving. And then they yeah. took it out in China because China doesn't fuck with that. But, yeah, and whoop de doo, they took out a frame. But yeah. uh. Yo, I can agree with that, Rose. That Finn doesn't need a relationship. And the whole, again, Disney put it there so he would, and it'd be a female, and they could be like, oh, look, he has a female, not Poe. Here's where I can combat that. Because um, to, to get into very specifics, you could be right. You could be right where Disney was like, yeah, we need a female character. And so Ryan Johnson wrote Rose. All right? Let's just say this. Um, this whole narrative that Rose is the worst character in the Star Wars universe, I think, to me, is really baffling to me. Um, even because I think The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie, but I didn't think that coming out of the theater. But in no way did I think that Rose was the worst character, or even a bad character. I just thought she was... Anakin's the worst character. <laughs> I just thought she was a character that, you know, was in the story, served her purpose, and that's it. I didn't think anything of her. She had good moments. That's it. I didn't this whole narrative where she's the worst character. Now, I didn't get it. But this this whole thing about Finn needing a relationship with Rose, um, 
I think it's just one sided. I don't. Finn has no feelings for Rose. Oh no, he's still on Ray. Yeah, like... he's whenever you know people Sergio and Anthony. I know they want to talk about the the scene where Rose saves Finn, and we watched the scene before it's this horrible before this episode started. Um, and the whole time, I'm thinking this should be cringe. Why am I not cringing? And the reason why I'm not cringing is because the reason you guys want to know why. I think she saved Finn because you guys are saying he's doing something heroic, whatever. Uh, Rose's sister did something heroic in the beginning of the film. Yeah, uh, Rose's mm-hmm. sister. Rose's sister did more in the movie and had more of an impact in five minutes than Rose did in the no, whole movie. No, but the the thing the movie is trying to say is the the film. What the film is trying to say is that her heroic act did nothing for the rebellion because Poe's actions of ignoring General Leia's orders to retreat, cost them so many people, so many ships. Yeah, they took out a dreadnought, but they're running the entire movie. So okay. so that this whole thing, when you first get introduced to Rose's character, she's crying because she just lost her sister. Okay. Um, so And she's like a very like rebellion-heavy, we have to sacrifice everything, you're running away, you're a coward, right? That's her in the mm-hmm. beginning. Her at the very end, when she saves Finn, she does a complete 180 because... At the beginning, she would have let Finn sacrifice himself, um, just like her sister did. But she realizes that that's not what's important because it's not going to mm. help them. They're still the the first order is still going to blast through those caves and destroy everyone. It's not going to do anything. The and Poe, the same thing. His character changes because the the Poe in the beginning would have had Finn do that shit, but the Poe at the very end. Is now has learned this whole thing with this character arc that you know what it's important to just let's retreat, fight back, let's think of another way. And so when Rose tells him what, what you guys say is a cringe line of uh, "We're not gonna," I forgot what the line is. I forgot the We're line fighting is fighting to protect the things we love. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she realizes she can't. She, her sister's not there with her. She can save Finn. She can save Finn because she she thinks Finn is a hero. You know, from the beginning, you're like, oh my god, you're a hero, blah, 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 and this. Um, Finn is kind of angry in that moment. He's like, why did you do that? This is stupid. I could have taken out this thing. And Rose gives him that line. She kisses him. He doesn't receive the kiss. He doesn't do it. He, she kisses him. And then she knocks out. But Finn is kind of, has gained her perspective. Like, you know what? You are right. That's why I don't think that scene is cringe at all because it serves a purpose for the entire yeah, but, scene. Yeah, but yeah. why why was why was that message right? What do you mean message right? <laughs> why was that message right? The we don't have to kill the ones we hate or whatever, we protect the ones we love. Yeah. So like she's basically saying you don't have to sacrifice your life. No, no, that's not it. That's not it. She's saying he was gonna sacrifice his life for nothing because they were they were still gonna break down that barrier. How do we know that? We never get to. Well, we don't that. know Luke is gonna come. They're out of options. They're out of options. Luke saved the day. Destroy the cannon. Luke I feel like saved... they didn't have to do that scene, ju- and then because Luke was coming, like it's that's why it feels so forced, you know? Yeah, because Especially Luke. When they get, that's when the only reason saved. why. No, because the Otherwise, film... Otherwise, would have blasted right through that thing as soon as she stopped him. Well, no, because the film is not saying you can't sacrifice yourself. Look at look at uh, Laura Dern's character. She sacrificed herself, but because that was the only way they could escape. 
if you destroy that that machine, the first order still gets through that gate and Finn is dead. Yeah. What, I like what the is messaging. That? I like the what messaging. I just what is that? What is that? How does that work? It's terribly portrayed, especially especially when he's like holding her in her hands and she says the line. It feels like none of that even matters. All the attention is just on her. And then, like, she goes for, like, an unwanted kiss. Yeah, and it's unwanted by him either. He doesn't want it. Yeah. And because, who, but cares, that's who, cares, who cares about her? No, but that, that that's her thing. Like, she's idolizing this guy because he's a hero, but he realizes he was he was going to do this. You know, the only reason they survived was just by luck, right? That's all of You know, they could have easily just shot them on the ground. That's all of Star Wars. If you want to, yeah, if you want to say all, it's all, all, it's all Star Wars, Wars is You know how stupid. Look at Luke. Look at Luke right hitting that one in a million shot in the beginning of A New Hope. Luck. It's because he practiced. Yeah. So, like the whole thing, or it's it's all the story elements of subplots lead to this grandiose moment. Um, that that's why I don't think it's the best scene. I don't think it's a great scene. I it's just think horrible. it's it served a purpose. Oh, that's grandiose. why. It's cringe. It's awful, yeah. dude. What? But I don't think one cringe scene can ruin. Yeah, the entire no, film. no, it, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. What? What else it's ruins multiple. it for you? What else ruins? Throne it? room scene, trash, garbage. Oh Which no, one? throne room scene is one of the best yeah, scenes in Star Wars. It was. Yeah, I'm. Do you? Oh do you God, think? I, a mess. That that throne room scene is awesome because I think yeah, Kylo Ren has the best Jedi stance that in the Star yeah. Wars franchise. Hell yeah. That fucking ape-like stance that he does. I, as soon as he did that at the theaters, I, I won me over. Yeah. The um, build-up is, build is fine. The fight is horrendous. Well, how is it horrendous? I, actually, I'm really interested to see how you guys it's think it's horrible. Fine. It's boring. It's, it the looks fight? bad. The choreography on the fight is horrible. There's people standing around. It's I bad. like the choreography to it yeah. because that is Ray's first Jedi fight, dude. You know what it feels like. You know what it feels like when I watch it. It feels like I'm watching a fight scene that's happening on Broadway. You know, I think like honestly, that's that's called art. Yeah, honestly, like it's 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 crazy because if a fight scene is bad, especially since I've seen Marvel movies where the action is bad, like I would call it Whoa. out. I I have never once thought that that fight scene was badly choreographed oh, or badly the, shot. The thing know. is, is that what? the prequels get a lot of flack for the fight scenes being too choreographed. Yeah, like that that shit looks ballet to me. Because, like, as, as much as I love the uh, Revenge of the Sith fight between the Revenge of the Sith, yeah. and Anakin, yeah. that is just a, like, a routine... That is just a routine, like we practiced this for years. Type yeah, thing. and it, it seems and yeah, it's just, it's just so forced because you, you can't yeah. have one of them. They, they don't, they don't look the raw. They don't look raw. Um, and I think that's Bro, there's, why there's I, literally people waiting for Ray to hit them. I've seen, I've seen the recently. I, I look in every fight scene. You there, there's gonna be some things where it's not perfect because it's a fight scene. There's five people we could you. we could say the same thing say, about the end game fight scene. Yeah, we can say the thing with the Dark Knight trilogy with with the Dark Knight Rises with them and Bane and the cops. We can say the same thing about guns and they're just yeah. letting Batman beat their ass. We we can say the same thing about stormtroopers shooting where they miss every single shot. It's like I don't understand why people pick out this Roman scene as if like it's the worst cinematic action fight scene of all time when it's lit it's 
it's not and there are more far worse action scenes that are really like you can all see the, the air all the humans surviving in a transformers fight scene is yeah worse like than this yeah and it's it's kind of that's why i don't understand this argument where it's like all oh, these guys are just standing around it's like i well, think it's a fair argument you, but i don't think it holds bearing yeah like it, it doesn't it doesn't do anything for the love of the fight scene or the movie like if you want to say these this choreography could have been better okay that's a fair argument but if saying it's the worst or it's bad it's like mm, no I don't think and that's also a good, another fitting like example of people waiting to be hit is the whole Daredevil series. Yeah, yeah, that's great action scenes, but the same thing, they're just waiting because that's what that's out of fa- that, action. That, that hallway oh. fight scene is legitly guys with guns are like taking extra time to get up when they could literally just shoot him from being on their back after yeah. he knocked them down. But is I it love, is it just I love yeah. fight scenes, Is it just that there there's people? What's badly choreographed about it? I've seen it. What's badly choreographed about the about that throne room scene? Oh, there's literally like, people in the background swinging and fighting nothing. I've seen it. I, no, literally I there is. There isn't, there isn't there anything. Is, there's okay. literally a breakdown video where they show. Well, and if you zoom in, it. if you zoom in to the left side of the frame, yeah, you could see it. Or if you zoom in, like if if the main action, that's what you're worried about. You're not really like in Batman and in, in, in the same thing, Dark Knight. If you zoom in on a cop fighting those bandits, those gangsters, there's obviously no, going to be people fighting the air. I I noticed it when I saw it in the theater, so I don't. Think I, 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 have, I haven't it's noticed not, anything in three movies. Three I can, times I'll literally link you the video after this. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so what else do you guys think that is bad about this movie? What other section? Like, is it Poe's character? Is it the Kylo's character? What What other part of the film do you think? Um, really, I think, I think it's a mess. I think there's too many themes that they're going for. There's too many different things that they're trying to go for that. When you just say ends okay. up, it just ends up with like there's like for example like I think they should have chose one theme that they were gonna go for and go for that rather than giving me multiple and and, and it kind of I'm not saying the whole movie suck like like I said like the movie doesn't suck it I don't hate it okay I can't mm-hmm. I can't say I hate the movie because like I hate other like movies that are really bad right like it, it's not on par yeah. with those movies okay. I'm just saying that the whole theme that you were telling me, because you know, I didn't really think about it, but then when I started thinking about it more, I liked it, mm-hmm. and I understand it, and it's good. But you can't just throw shit like that in there, where the, the, you, know, you the, got the, the dirty the, war going on, where okay. you know you're in, in the casino scene, and you have Rose, you know, do this whole. A speech where she's talking about like a look closer and all this shit and then yeah. he looks and all we see is you know these rich people profiting off the war mm-hmm. selling weapons to you know the bad side right and the which, good side. which which that's good i like that because that that's literally happens in real life yeah right and that's fine it's never mentioned again and it doesn't matter well um i i guess i can counter that argument too because um 
no Star Wars has ever. I mean, all of them touch on politics. All of them touch on politics, um, to a either a huge extent or a small extent. But they're all political. It's it's a war. Star Wars. So, um, I think it's very surprising that you haven't seen that yet. And so when whenever Star Wars fans like, uh, I think the video that you linked me, Anthony, he was saying that Star Wars is not political or religious. It's it's about I humanity. Seen, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen what yet. No, no, no. Um, just the the video that Anthony. I was no, he, he said it was. He he after later after that he said it was. But... No, I watched I watched the whole video and um. He oh, no. Okay. Sorry, yeah, and he, he and like I'm like I'm just thinking like how is it not political? Like yeah, this this is something that happens in every war. I'm surprised they haven't done it sooner. And so when they did, I was like, oh, okay, thank you. They finally acknowledged that that shit happens because where do these rebellions get their weapons from? Okay, that's something. But I don't think that's uh, something that needs to be repeated over and over again where that's like the main theme it's a underlying theme um throughout this narrative um that happens to be i don't think bro like i think people can like where does the rebellion get their weapons i mean you can i think yeah they just they just mention it and that's it time the movie to mention it i think it's a fair assumption to assume that since all these this isn't just one isolated movie there's nine of them yeah that you can like take the underlining things from all of them and say like oh they're touching back on it in this one in a slight like you know what i mean yeah but unfortunately the ninth one doesn't touch on shit because yeah they're directed by different people and uh, and i think and that's uh, and i can't i don't think that should be placed on the fault of the last yeah. jedi for introducing a lot of things that weren't executed when you can introduce something in one film and then finish it off in the next next, which is fine but because they got jj abrams back to make a piece of shit yeah they couldn't fix anything he jj couldn't couldn't continue yeah yeah jj abrams has a special writing and directing style and that's that he just makes random shit happen yeah because that's what all three star trek movies are and that's what with for better and force awaken that's what the force awaken is just a hodgepodge of like different things just jumping at you that work because he got them to work mm-hmm. and then return of jazz the same or uh rise of skywalker is the same thing it just doesn't work so yeah but yeah uh, and look like here's the thing with i agree to your argument when a movie introduces a, a random ass theme but when the the franchise is called star wars and you've never once touched upon it and when a, a film like the last Jedi introduces just the that's where they get their weapons from, and then you say, well, why isn't it in the rest of the movie? And then it's like, well, that's just they mentioned it, and that's like a cool thing you find out. Same thing if you find some lineage part about a character or anything, and you never know. Colin Trevorrow's script was based off of Ryan Johnson, so he could have played more of a part in the third one. So I don't think you could just say, well, it has no place in the trilogy or no place in Star Wars when you didn't know the end product from this movie. Um, we got yeah, but you, you don't you don't you don't know either, so it does have no place. No, because it's I'm looking at it as an isolated movie. But I feel like if you could look at it from an isolated movie, we can also do. No, that. of course you could you could look at it because we see the finished product, so you can definitely see it well, now. Not even like the finished product of the trilogy, just the finished product of just the movie alone. Um, there, but there are plenty of other movies that do that. that yeah, don't get as much flack for. It. I think specifically yeah. the Star Wars movie is why it gets the flack because the yeah. expectations were so high. 
which and, I really don't know why they were. And that's why I think, yeah, exactly. It Star is Wars a Star Wars, Wars movie at the Star end Wars of the hadn't day. Been yeah. good in 15 years. Well, that's until... the thing about it. Just because it is a Star Wars movie and it does bring in this new theme, it doesn't mean it's good. You know, yeah, it's, it doesn't it's, mean it's, it's bad either, mean... though. Yeah. I feel like because like there say, are people that because there are people that love the prequels because of all the politics stuff which yeah. is the worst part of it to That's me true. but yeah, the, and thing, so... the thing is though is that a lot of people had high expectations I had high expectations for the rise of, uh the last jedi because I I mean I liked the force awakens right. but mm-hmm. my expectations were limited to what the force awakens was to me and what I wanted to see in this one I wanted more of those characters that was my expectation yeah. A lot of people that seem to hate it are like the people, and I mean hate it, like there is no good bearing, it's worse than the prequels, which is a blasphemy, but the, yeah. like, I don't know where their expectation comes from, because until The Force Awakens, Star Wars hadn't been good since the 80s. Yeah. Revenge yeah. of the Sith is a pretty okay movie, but that's all it is. It's not a great movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it, it's better than the first two. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for it to... Int- and it's introducing a politics and the the gun trading and stuff like that. I feel yeah. like in an... I, I feel like as a whole, it's fine where it's at in the places yeah. of nine different movies. Because we've known for mm-hmm. nine movies that obviously the bad guys are getting their weapons from somebody. Yeah. Right? That's fine. I feel like even in the isolation of the movie, all I need to know is Benicio Del Toro is a crooked man. Mm-hmm. He smuggles this stuff. This is how they get their weapons. They pretty much get them from their own forces. It seems like I feel like that's how yeah. I feel like that's where it goes in the movie. That mm-hmm. they kind of like shooting themselves in the foot because they pretty much give their enemies their own weapons because they have these bad people who smuggle shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> and I feel like that is all I need to know. That's good enough for me. I don't need you to touch up on that more because mm-hmm. that makes sense. That's how war is. That movie yeah. with Nicolas Cage, uh, Lord of <laughs> War, is specifically that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and so i feel like that is fine i don't need that touched on more the only yeah. the only story plot beat that i need touched or the only theme i need in that movie is the hope theme that everyone yeah. is reiterating yeah that raise a beacon of hope because she's a no one who has all these powers mm-hmm. that kylo ren even though he is a bad guy he, he there's still some hope in him as to whether or not because what he thinks because even whether or not you believe that or not, Kylo Ren is a quote-unquote good guy in all three of the movies because he has a good heart. His head's just misplaced because of Snoke. And at the end of Last Jedi, he wants to make the world a better place with the with like what he's doing with yeah. Ren by his side. Yeah. And then the rise of... And that's what I'm saying. He's the only one that has a full arc in all three because... In Rise of Skywalker, he's still <laughs> in that dark place, and it's his parents that convince him, like, you have the right mindset, you just need to put your heart in the right place. Mm-hmm. And that's when he comes full circle and does the goddamn little trick behind his back where he has a sword again. Yeah. As much as um, I hate that shit, that fight yeah. seems good. Yeah, so, um, Anthony, do you have any, like, closing arguments for yourself or Sergio or Brian, whoever has like anything where it's like, this is why this movie is bad. Okay, it's not even that it's bad. I think the the beginning point was it's the best yeah. Star Wars movie, which I completely disagree based on the point mm-hmm. that I laid out that yeah, yeah. 
that um the theme Which one's the best to y'all? Okay. Um uh And if it's in the same trilogy, I won't argue it. Like if you were like Force It's Rise Skywalker it. actually, okay? You can't Rise Skywalker is your favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. It's no. the 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 Fast and Furious of Star Wars. I don't know. Um, I would probably say like episode five, maybe. Yeah, I can, I can, live, I can live with that one. Empire, Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Because yeah. I put those two next to each other. Yeah. Like, a constant shift of the best Star Wars movies for me is Empire and Last Jedi. Yeah. Because it's different. People hated the uh, the Empire Strikes Back when it first came out. They were like, "This is depressing. This is sad. I don't like this." People hate the Last Jedi for being a cat and mouse game the entire time, but that's exactly yeah. what Empire Strikes Back is. Yeah. I agree. Um, hey, what about you, Serge? Yes, yeah, five. Five. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. I so, think closing I think arguments could, to why we're wrong. I could literally talk about this forever. Yeah, um, we could, but we have to. We have to move on to other yeah. topics, but I guess I I just look. I I don't know. I'm, I can't calculate it, but. You know, what ends up happening in this film is that whether we like it or not, Rose, yeah, sure, she's a side character, but she's in a large portion of the film. Okay. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm just trying to figure out what her purpose is for everybody else. Um, I understand what you're telling me that, you know, her purpose is to show them that they don't have to sacrifice themselves for something that's minute something that's not going to change something that's inevitable right and mm -hmm. I, I get that that's that's nice and all but they're the whole sequence of them going to the casino and how long that takes and how it ends up just being a failure and it, it serves no purpose really mm -hmm. it, it just anytime i watch it i just i'm just gonna skip it because i can just skip to where they're at the ship because what's the purpose mm-hmm What's the purpose of that whole sequence? Yeah. Um, I think they go, I think they, I go said, there, yeah. they go there to find the hacker. They don't find the hacker. They find Benicio, who literally is well. They fail. That's that's the whole point. Is the most random character that does not matter at all. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's all for nothing. So it's well, I, I I don't think it's pointless because of the fact that that whole they're going to that planet because of Poe. And Poe, like in the beginning, has shown that he doesn't want to listen to orders. He thinks he's in charge. He wants to be the leader. He wants to be the one in charge. He wants to be the one giving orders. So when he gives Finn and, and Rose this, this uh, mission, um, he in himself is jeopardizing what uh, Laura Dern's character and Princess Leia have in store, which is to safely escape, have, them, have the First Order follow ships that are empty that are completely abandoned so they can stay safe in that planet. if he yeah. doesn't if he doesn't send finn and rose everything is great and they're fine they're safe but because of his failure you see there's a lot of character development in that where i don't think you see this this often where you see a main character like poe like poe status and as a main character in star wars universe mess up like this and how much of a valuable lesson that is, because this movie is predominantly aimed towards kids. Um, this is a children's franchise. 
say what you want it is same thing harry potter same thing like these these franchises are aimed towards children because of toys and whatever games but that lesson of if he would have just followed orders finn and poe wouldn't have gone to i mean finn and rose wouldn't have gone to that casino they wouldn't have gotten in trouble they wouldn't have gotten captured by captain phasma um the mission would have been safe but because of it he takes a complete 180 and at the end of the last jedi he retreats at the very end he retreats he tells finn let's get out of here because that's the order let's go this isn't just to, a hero move isn't the way to, to win this war this this war between the first order and rebellion it's together and that's why because he sacrifices a whole team he sacrifices rose's sister to take out a ship and so that whole scene of them going to Kanto, but yeah, you can hate it. It's fine. It's not the best scene in the movie um, by, by any means necessary, but it does bring up good uh, themes that I think Star Wars has needed for a long time. It brings it up. Yeah, and that, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm happy that's for. That's all it does for me. That's yeah, and that, that, that's it. all it does for me too. And I don't think that's a bad thing, you know? But I don't think that's what makes a movie good. No, it no, I'm just not. It doesn't make it bad either, though. It doesn't make it bad either. I feel either. like that's if just... it only brings up those themes without you know it just brings them, them up that's good whatever i don't i feel like it can be bad <laughs> i mean i mean th this is just like apples and oranges now but i think you you can you can say that it's bad but also you can see i don't see i don't see anything wrong with saying that it's good because they just mentioned it i, I didn't i didn't think anything of it i just thought that was a cool theme that they introduced moving on to the actual story where pin fail or, or uh poe failed Finn and, and Rose are about to die, and then uh, Laura Dern's character sacrifices herself at light speed, which is a great mm -hmm. scene. But yeah, I'm not, look, again, we all have different opinions. Of course, my opinion and Joey's is radical that we think The Last Jedi is the best movie. Um, it's not a popular one, but this is what this episode and the show is about bringing up popular opinions. So um, if you guys want to say any final words for this argument, uh, now's the chance. I guess I'm just, moving on. I guess I'm just frustrated that I think it could have I could've think been better. It, yeah, I think it okay. could have been better because in retrospect when we see what Finn's arc became sad. Um I think I would have rather Rose not even be introduced. And that's fine. And just yeah. have him go on his arc and die. Oh, you wanted him he, to die. I think if he died, it would have been more impactful than him. Now Rose is here, and all this stuff is happening with Rose, and then you get this awkward kiss and all these weird things. Like, I think it just would have been more impactful. I, I, the whole sacrificing thing, bro, it just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't. Yeah, I think. You, I think. I you, think if you would have had. Uh... If you're if you're watching something that has to do with like, like something that's epic like this, it just doesn't fit in this. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah. at least. That's, yeah, especially really... Finn's character, because I thought they were leading, uh, they're making him like lead a stormtrooper rebellion or something, where that was his arc. You know, he's the outsider in the stormtroopers. He comes out, he finds some dirty stuff about both sides, and he tries to get them out in the third one. And then, you know, that's what I thought it was leading, because The Last Jedi, I think, can transition into a good movie with the third one. Like Luke's, you know, relationship with Ben and what happened to the Jedi Temple. Um, secret, you know, force bond with like the different factions and stuff like that. Um, and I also, think... I I have a take on 
Ray's lineage, I think her being a Palpatine isn't as bad and cringy as people say. That's where we disagree. I think it's fine if you introduce it earlier or not. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can, I can agree with that. I think they were just trying to. Disney was literally just shitting their balls off, so they're trying to figure out how to pick it up. uh, Yeah, because I think, I think her having the lineage of Palpatine, it because she's continuously, she's obsessed with knowing what her lineage is. She's obsessed with knowing who she is, what she comes from, and for her to end up finding out that she was a Palpatine, which is the thing that she probably did not want to know at all. Mm-hmm. I think that it works. I think it's not as bad as people make it seem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it, it fit with The Last Jedi because, you know, since I was a big Last Jedi fan, I was like, oh, damn. They they weren't, like, gutsy enough to stick with that. Yeah, but then at the same time, I could say about the same thing about Last Jedi. It doesn't fit with a lot of things. So that, yeah. that doesn't. Okay, Unfortunately, well, all that's just reactionary from the yeah, bad press they got for everything. Yeah. Uh, Next topic, though. Now, now, now that we're done with Star Wars, we can shake things off. We're gonna go to another take that Anthony has. Um, why don't you go ahead and say, it, Anthony? Um. Okay. I basically we're talking last night, and I just said that to me, uh, Toy Story three is the worst Toy Story out of all of them. I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm just saying I think one, two, and four. <laughs> uh, who wants to go first? Um, y'all aren't gonna like this. Oh no! Oh, he's gonna agree. No, but I can. Yeah. Oh, With those wow. the four, I can. I can totally be down because I love one and two, and I thought four was pretty good, but. Mm-hmm. With if when once you bring in four, it ruins three. Yeah, it does. I haven't seen four, so okay. Well, we're not gonna spoil four. Just I like you know. four. Well, I actually really yeah, like four. Four is good. Yeah, four's good. And, be- and because four exists, it makes the third one like not as good because you kind of they force that whole ending of like you need to grow up, but like your childhood can like stay with your young. You know what I mean? All that. Yeah. All yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. But then Which by bringing. Great, uh, which is fine. That's a fine concept. Personally, that movie didn't touch me like it touched fucking other teenagers my age. Because mm-hmm. motherfuckers were crying in that theater. I didn't I get that. I didn't, I, I didn't get none of that because I was like, they're not going to die. <laughs> this is Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have the balls to do that. Inside Out, that's ballsy as Pixar ever got. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like. Toy Story 3 is a very, like, it's a repetitive movie. Okay. It's just um, a by-the-numbers, like, we have nothing else we can do because we use two good storylines for Toy Story 1 and 2. All we can do is the same thing, just in a different place, a daycare. Yeah. All right. Because well, Andy, Andy wants to go to college and have sex now. Yeah, well, look, you, now you've agreed with two of the unpopular opinions today, so you're looking like a true ally today, Joey. <laughs> so, uh... My, yeah, I'm always on the side of, like, the unpopular. <laughs> it always happens. Yeah. Not conventional. Which is great, which is great, man. Um, Serge and Brian, do you guys want to combat this first? Uh, I actually don't 
I don't have any. I don't have a problem with it. Well, do you think it's? Do you think it's the worst from the four? Shit. The worst is such a weird word. Well, do, you think, do, weird. do you think it's number four? Do you think it's number four? If you're ranking on them a, one through on four. A top, on a four list, it is a number four. Four list. Yeah. Who's on, the best? On my list. Because that, that's what Anthony's arguing. It's number <laughs> four. On my, on my list, number one is four. Wow. Honestly, you know Holy what? Holy shit. You know it's two. I mean, I can agree two. with that. Yes, let's four. go, Brian. I can agree with that. Yes. With number four? Yeah. Number one is four. Who, wait, who said they hadn't seen Toy Story 4 yet? Even though I haven't seen four. Wait, 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 wait. Are we saying oh, that Toy Story, Story 1 the... is number four? Yeah. Okay. Then I can agree with that. So you're saying, saying? Is that what you're saying, Serge? Wait, wait. Which one are you? Too many people We're talking. saying uh-huh. Toy Story 1 is number four on a list of four. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Wow, I think it's yeah. two for me. Like, like yeah, number one is two. Yes, same. Yeah, correct. I agree. I think I can agree, and I think and number two, two is three. One. You think, think Toy Story two? No, no, no. I think okay. This is getting <laughs> kind of confusing. Everyone do their list, dude. <laughs> look, I'll list. go. I'll go first because y'all okay. agree with me. Ready? Okay. All right. Number two is my favorite one. Yeah. So number uh-huh. one. Okay. Number three is my second. Cool. Number four is my third, and number one is my last one. Okay. That is for me. For me, number two is my favorite. Mm -hmm. Number one is second. Mm -hmm. Number four is third. And then third is fourth. I think mine is two, one, four, three. Two, one, four, three. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Brian? Wait, I thought you said number one was four. Well, I was no, that confused with how they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, um, I I worded it weird. That's since why. I haven't seen four, I would okay. just go two, three, one question mark because I haven't seen four. So. Yeah, yeah. I think I mine and Serge are very similar, just that they're switched at the bottom. So, Toy Story two, I think, is my favorite. Universally, then, I think it's everyone's favorite. Yeah, and then Toy Story three is my second. Yeah. And then it's Toy Story 1, and then it's Toy Story 4. 4, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, why do, why do y'all think Toy Story 3 is, is the, the bottom of the barrel? I think because they're all good. Yeah. There has, to be, there has to be a last. And when you compare all four together, it, unfortunately, it's three that is like the most expendable one of them. They're all great. Well, yeah, no. They let's are. just get this uh, out the way. All the Toy Story movies are great. There is Toy Story one. I just get just it's, gets it's one of the best. Man. It's it was one of the pioneered. Like the animation was insane. It like, was insane. Like it was just such a great concept. If you look at like, it now, it's kind of dated, but for the time, it was crazy. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, you can sit any kid down to that, and they'll still enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, especially nowadays with Disney Plus, all of them are on there. So yeah, bro. If you have kids, get them on Toy Story. But here's the reason why I think I could even argue that Toy Story Three is the best one. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> because it's because it's between two and three for my favorite ones. I think I'll say two because I've I've seen it way more times. Um, but the reason why Toy Story Three is for me is so impactful is because of it deals with place. It deals with existence. 
um, th- that I think number two kind of touches upon a little bit, but it's more about uh, like needing someone or needing people around you and feeling lonely. But I think number three talks about the existence with the characters of the Toy Story uh, franchise where they don't know what they're going to do. They're going to sit and wait for Andy while he, you know, goes to college and he, we're going to play with his kids. But in reality, they're alone. They have to figure out what to do with themselves. And so at the very end, when they're almost going to meet their demise, burning alive, which is one of the craziest things I've ever seen, especially from a Pixar movie, where you're thinking, holy shit, are they going to burn these characters no, alive? I was never thinking that. I wasn't thinking that, but I think it's the reaction and no, the I was, acknowledgement. Dude. It was. Dude, the, I was. I, how old was I? I, I think I was. I was, gonna, I was. I was. When three came out, you were eleven. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Right? I'm twenty one right now. I'm twenty one as well. Oh shit! I'm old. My bad. <laughs> I'm twenty five, so I was like fifteen when it came out. Mm. See, you're already in middle school. And I that's still didn't. Francisco, dude. If you are a 15 year old in middle school, you have issues. I was a sophomore <laughs> oh, in high school, sir. You're a sophomore in high school. It makes it even worse. Listen, yeah. I was San Francisco. No, this because, is like the no, last because, like, that, because that means I grew up with all of them, which means it should have had more of an emotional impact on uh, me. I don't know. I don't know because <laughs> me, this was like me and Francisco's last movie before we were all jaded middle school. If John Wick can get a tear out of me at 21. Mm-hmm. But it changed when we're when we're older, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, it does change. If, if John Wick can get a tear out of me, then Toy Story three should have been able to. The reason yeah, why I it think doesn't the ending. Is, because, is because honestly, Toy Story three when that's happening, you're not scared for them. You know they're not gonna burn. I think the ending is when I tear up. I don't tear up. I, the reason why I tear up when they're about to burn up is be, not because they're gonna die. It's the acknowledgement that together. This whole existential crisis has led them to demise, and they're mm. all holding hands. We can say the same thing fate. about American Beauty. That hey, I, that's true. But the thing is, they're accepting their fate, and seeing that as a kid, seeing your toy that you grew up watching accepting the fate of dying because of this existential crisis that they're having, is is a huge emotional roller coaster as a kid because you don't understand what's going on but when you get older you realize they're they're happy that i'm mean, not they're happy but they're content because this is this is what's going to happen to toys eventually they're going to end up thrown away burned whatever and they're going to do it together and uh and then at the very end when the so long partner where they get the last play with andy like that that shit just kills me every time yeah, that's a very weird 19 year old 21 year old man so that's true that's true. That's a true. Creepy, but okay. Yeah, but that does get me the so long partner because you know, this is the end. This is the end of the road, and that's why I think Toy Story Four falls in a bit because it does the same thing where it's like they're saying goodbye again, even though they do it good. It's just it's saying goodbye again. That's why it's. Like, I think okay. they say goodbye. I think the reason why I like four more because they say goodbye better and that one to each other. Okay. Yeah, and I can and see also, that. Also, I don't feel bad for them for what happened in three. They did that to themselves. <laughs> there was lots of yeah um if woody dude, wasn't such a hard ass all the time yeah man getting in trouble in all these movies woody woody is is he's the the reason for a lot of things that happen in this movie or in these movies this trilogy mm. so do you guys disagree hard like i do that three is bottom or is it just like meh 
Uh, it's like mad, but I also agree with you because we have like, you know, the same emotions to that movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. It's I also, also think it's a mad. fair. It's a fair point too, just because like again, we all agree that they're all good. They're all good. Yeah, they're all. They're good. all pretty good. It's just one. One of them has to be last on the list, though. It's the That's opposite true. with Transformers. Yeah. They're all bad, but they still got to be in order somewhere. <laughs> all could have been First one's the best, so. Number three is the best, but. Okay. Oh, I like number three, too, but yeah. But, They're um. I want to say I could yeah. Patrick Dempsey gets good slaps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, um, does anyone have any other reviews for this Toy Story 3 take that Anthony has? I feel like we're a more civilized group on this matter. Civilized. I, like I don't have anything else to say. I do have to, unfortunately. Is this your, is your taking yes. off? I have a midterm and a, uh, yes, it is my taking off, but I'm glad I got to do the two, uh, two really good okay. topics there. Awesome. Everyone, say goodbye to Anthony Rivera. Something Bye-bye, media. Anthony. Something midi, yeah. Check us out on uh, YouTube. We got a TikTok, <laughs> actually. TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, we got a Twitter. It's all something. Where can media. they, fi- Where can they find you, Anthony? You can find me on Instagram. Um, it's Anthony underscore twenty one on Instagram. Also, um, you can follow me on TikTok if you want. I haven't. I've only posted one thing, but. <laughs> you can find me at Anthony Rivera seven two two. That's my TikTok, and yeah. So thanks, dope. Thank you so much. Here. Thank you so yeah. much for being on the show, Anthony. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. It was fun. It's fun. We like civil discource. It's always good. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll probably be back on some other times. Well. Yeah. So. Yeah. For we're sure. gonna we're gonna have. These guys are all on the show. So thank you again, right, Anthony. Peace. Later. Later, bro. Later. Okay, so our next topic is gonna be about midsummer. And Brian, you can take it away. Oh what? What's happening here? Listen. <laughs> I think midsummer is very mid. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs>